Sisters, we spend a lot of time trying things, worrying about things, trying something else, worrying more, focusing on what we can do, do, do to get results. Staying focused on taking action steps only is the same as standing downriver, exhausted, as you constantly are pulling people out and never addressing why they are falling in the river to begin with. Yes, your hormone imbalance is causing you to gain weight and feel exhausted and have irregular periods and struggle with energy and sleep and anxiety and even depression. But simply focusing on calories out versus calories in is the same as just standing at the river pulling people out. It's futile. And like the river, it will never go away. The hormone imbalance as you head towards menopause is something we all must go through. But get to the root of why it is so significant and you will stop feeling the way that you do. This episode is one of a four-part series to help you get to the root of your hormonal chaos and begin to take the steps to heal and finally get results. But remember that it takes time, which is why mindset and accountability are just as critical as strategy. If you are listening to this podcast and know you need help to trust the process and stay consistent, there are three options to work with me now. You can apply for my exclusive hormone rebalancing one-on-one coaching program for customized strategy, clarity, and accountability. Or if you're someone who doesn't need accountability, but just needs a customized strategy, apply for my hormone healing analysis. And finally, if you need baby steps, maybe you aren't sure how much long-term support you need, but you need it on your timeline now, join the Perimenopause Posse, the first ever women's membership program that allows you to learn how to understand your own female body in perimenopause and menopause, how to balance your own hormones and feel better than you have in years while getting your specific questions answered. Take action, do the things, start to feel better. The links for more details on all of these are in the show notes below, so just swipe up for those. All right, let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, it's Bria here, your host of the Period Whisperer podcast, your perimenopause and menopause coach, and your fellow sister who is having these conversations, who's normalizing this discussion that we don't get to talk with many people about. We are starting to hear more and more about it. People are starting to recognize the impact of this time in our lives. And 
I think it's important to remember whether you've been heard me say this on the podcast before or not, whether you've seen it in my posts and stories and social or in the emails that I send to you. This is a time where our body is no longer accepting the things that it does not serve, that does not serve it, that does not help it, that in fact is hurting it. Whether it's your habits, whether it's things you've ignored, whether it's past traumas you're not addressing, one way or another, the universe is tapping you on the shoulder right now and not listening to not allowing, not accepting you screening its calls, in other words. It is going to keep tapping and keep tapping and keep tapping, causing you to either finally deal with it or further deepen your numbing behaviors. And it is already the end of February here. We're coming to the end of another month. And you can stay in the discomfort that you're in. And I stayed, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I stayed in the discomfort that I was in for years. I numbed it and ignored it for so long, but I even numbed and ignored the signs from the universe for three or four years. And I am in the wellness industry. I get paid in this wellness industry to help people feel better, and I still was able to numb it and ignore it. And that is part of what we're doing. So the fact that you're here listening is an amazing first step. It means that you realize something isn't right in your body. You're hearing this tap, tap, tap on your shoulder from the universe. You're recognizing that your body is no longer tolerating things. It is already in hormonal imbalance. That's what happens naturally in perimenopause and into menopause. Things are shifting. And that added workload is making it harder for you to maintain the way you've been living, the things that you've been doing, the habits you've been choosing that aren't working for you. And on top of that, the fact that we have a decreasing amount of estrogen coming at us, coming at us sort of in spurts and then nothings and spurts as in nothings, means that we don't have those same rose-colored glasses Come in every single month for half the month being like, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine, I can do it, I can do more, yes, 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 right? Those hormonal rose-colored glasses are almost like our pleaser glasses, right? They put them on and make us more amenable to things. And although there's a lot of obviously wonderful, amazing things that estrogen does for us and it plays such a critical role... We are getting to a stage where we aren't going to have it anymore. So this lack of tolerance that we have is a key indicator of what is not serving us. So I'm glad you're here. I'm excited to bring this four-part mini-series of the podcast to a close for you and wrap it all up and tie it in a beautiful bow for you so that you can take these steps and begin to up-level where you have been, to begin to put actions to the, to the steps that you're needing to feel like you again. And we think, we so often think, I have so many clients, I had one even just today message me and say that in our last session, she finally got hope and realized that she can make these changes without doing more. And that is the point here. When we listen to the messages and the whispers of our body, instead of what everyone else in the world is saying to us, 
we begin to work in flow with our body, both in its hormone rhythm and also in what it needs in meeting it where it's at. That's when we start to see change happen. It doesn't matter. You might need, you know, hormone therapy. You might need some other treatment. It might be very real for you. And I'm not saying that isn't. I am saying, however, that no matter what you get prescribed, no matter what you choose to do, if you have not healed your foundations, if you have not healed and addressed the things that are not going right for you, they're not going anywhere. They're not changing. And if you want something different, you have to do something different. So this is the fourth part of this four-part series. We talked about awareness. We talked about strategy. We talked about elevating that mindset. And this last piece I like to call achievement. I had a client recently, and on one of, on one of our, our second or third call, she said to me, nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. I feel the same. And I took a deep breath with her because this happens. I, I used to do this to myself. This is how I know you guys. This is how I know what you're going through because I said these same things to myself. Nothing is working. I get on the scale. Nothing is working. As we dug in, we saw what had changed. We are very driven humans by results. I did something. Did it work? Great. Did it not work? Let's hope we change it because history will repeat itself, <laughs> right? You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. But when we look for our results on a scale all the time, we're, we're, we're significantly selling ourselves short. If you're getting on the scale either every day or once a week and not seeing a shift, I remember, and I bet this happens to many of you, a time where I was getting on the scale. And anytime I got on the scale, what it said impacted my mood. Did it make me feel, oh, look, I've lost some weight. Do I, I feel happy today. Oh, I'm feeling better. I feel lighter. But do I feel lighter or is this just in my head? How can a scale tell us how we feel in our body? And on the same note, I would get on that scale and if it went up, I would feel badly about myself. I'd feel frustrated. I'd feel sad or exhausted. And it would impact how I dressed that day, how I presented myself for the rest of the day, how I responded to the people in my life. Again, I have to ask, how can a scale tell us how we feel? This is why I highly recommend taking a four-week break from your scale and, and in a regular life, never getting on it more than once a week. We want to break that habit of looking for results in places that don't actually give us correct feedback. Maybe in our 20s, we could cut out sugar for a week and see a difference. But in our 20s, youth is forgiving. Our body responds really quickly, even in our 30s. But when you're in hormonal chaos and you're in this stage in your life where stress really matters, things slow down a little bit. And it's time for us to lean on our wisdom. It's time for us to, to realize that this is about being the tortoise and not the hare. We need to stop looking at that scale for results because clearly it does not work. If it worked, 
you wouldn't be here right now, right? We need to start asking ourselves, where else are you noticing improvement? And in the case of one of my clients, as we dove in a little bit more deeply, we realized, oh, wow, she'd actually slept through the night for like five or six nights in a row. And all of a sudden, she had a more productive work week. And we chalk, we don't even pay attention to these things. We chalk these things up. She'd had a really nice walk with her partner and a positive, a positive result in their relationship. And these might seem like small indicators, but think about the impact that feeling like you're accomplishing something more at work, sitting through a hard part with your child instead of losing your patience. Think about how that makes you feel on the inside. When you feel good, we make healthier, better decisions, right? When we feel badly, we reach for comfort. So then we're cycling ourselves down. We're going down the wrong area as opposed to compounding ourselves up. Just like if you're climbing a hill, if all you're thinking about is, oh my gosh, this hill is so long, it's so big, it's so hard, my legs are tired, this sucks, I just want to get to the top so I can have a beer. Whatever it is you're thinking, if that's all you're thinking about, you're missing out on life. What about the view that you're seeing? What about how much stronger you're getting? What about the way the birds are sounding, the way the air smells, or the great conversation you're having with the friend that you're hiking up that hill? What about the view from the top when you get there? This is the perspective shift that we need. We need to start realizing that these decisions that we're making that can feel really hard within the strategy of healing your hormones. And sometimes the strategy, a lot of the times the strategy, I should say, is doing less. It's sleeping in a little bit more. But in order for us to do that, sometimes we have to ask for help. Help putting our kids to bed at night. Help swapping off shifts to get them ready for school in the morning. It's, it's who we become when we sit through the discomfort of a craving. And when we realize, oh, I was just, I was just feeling a little disconnected. And maybe, maybe what I really needed was some time to breathe. Or maybe I really just I needed to feel connected to someone. I needed to call a friend. I needed a hug. Maybe you're so pent up because you haven't had fun in a really long time and you need to get out and live and see that there's more to life than just food and sugar sometimes. Or, or the rainbow that life can sometimes be. We have to make our own way. And in order to do that, we have to change that perspective. In order to change that perspective, we have to start looking for our results in different areas. So what I want to remind you about today is looking for your results in different parts. When you begin to calm the chaos of your hormones, the strategy that you follow will yield results in your physical being. But the main results that actually shift in weeks one to four is a reduction of inflammation, how our bodies are inflamed. That's why we're experiencing these things, the brain fog, the, the depletion, the skin issues, the irregular periods, the excess weight gain around the middle. That's why we're experiencing all of these things is because of the inflammation happening. So when we begin to reduce the inflammation, we will see a shift or feel a shift in our body 
Maybe your clothes will fit a little bit better. Maybe you'll have some more regular digestive, you know, digest more, make more regularity there. So you won't feel so bloated. You'll feel a little bit lighter. But you need to start looking for those little tiny flags in there so that when you head into weeks five to seven, where the body kind of just holds down the fort. It's like waiting to see. It's like a little test to see if you're actually going to do this change. Because change is hard. It requires more energy. And you're in a time in your life where you have less energy because of the demand on your body. So when you start to do things a little differently, even if it's less, we see that inflammation reduction. Weeks five to seven, we typically don't always see a lot of movement. This is the time that determines whether you're going to fight and keep going and really going to implement the things that make you feel good, because whether you're getting results or not, you know the strategy that you're following in your sleep, in your four health pillars, your sleep, your movement, your nutrition, your mindset. These things, they all, they all are healthy for you. So you are doing the things and you should put effort into recognizing that that should make you feel good about yourself right? When you're doing the right thing, whether there's a result or not. And it's when you keep doing that right thing, it's weeks eight and on where you see the results on the scale. Let me just walk you through that one more time. Weeks one to four inflammation, weeks five to seven, not a lot of results. Weeks eight and on results. So we have to use these little green flags, these little markers that are our changing with, you know, maybe we're having regular bowel movements. Maybe we have a bit of an increased sex drive. Maybe we, you know, have more patience with our kids. Maybe we feel better at work. Maybe we notice our skin getting a little bit glowier. Maybe, you know, maybe our clothes are fitting a little bit better. Maybe we sleep better at night. These are the little flags that are telling us, oh, I'm on the right path. Keep going. Trust these flags. These are your markers. We don't always see the forest through the trees, right? You want to make sure that you're walking in the right direction and not quickly getting derailed by another way of doing something or another fad nutrition program or another, you know, another expert's advice. It's so often that we want to pile on and do more, but the doing more inevitably is too much. We start drinking from a fire hose and we feel like we can't do everything, so we give it all up. But this is the time to take those small steps and to trust the process. And we do that by looking, again, for our results in the right places. And looking for it always on a scale is not the right place. Yes, in six months, if you followed this and you don't see a good change on that scale that you've been looking for, You should at the very least feel good about the habits you've created and the changes you've made. And that alone makes a difference, makes a difference in your hormones, makes a difference in your calm, makes a difference in how you react, makes a difference in your success in life. I hear a lot from people who want more flexibility in their career, who want more money in their life, who want a richer, deeper, more passionate relationship. But we have to embody that part first. We have to feel worthy of that, excited for that, and align our energy with that. And we can do that by making the smart and positive and healthy decisions for ourselves. And then, of course, we have to repeat this, right? 
we have to repeat ourselves as we elevate. We have to repeat looking at that awareness. What am I feeling in my body? How's it going today? What's going on? Am I a bit more tired? We are not beings that have the same exact energy every single day. We are women and we have this beautiful cycle that moves and changes and evolves, which allows us to thrive in a different way. And we need to honor that piece. So as you head into your strategy, as you make these changes, look for your results in the places where they actually are happening. Because it's very normal for us to start only looking for results on a scale. I lost 15 pounds. I lost 20 pounds. You know, what about how they feel in their body on the way, on the journey? That's what we want to start looking for. That's the achievement that we need to pay attention to. So how do we begin to do this? This First, you want to track you want to start tracking how you feel. Maybe that's an audio note in your phone every day or every other day. Maybe it's, you know, a little gratitude journal. Maybe it's something you write down in the few minutes after your walk or after your meditation. Bring awareness to what is going well and how you're feeling in your body. Track how you're feeling. Track your sleep. Track your period. You know, this is, I used to hate tracking food and I don't do that, but certainly tracking your body's indicators are key things. Okay. Track those pieces, track how often you're going to the bathroom if it's an irregular thing for you. Step number two is to get support. Okay. Find a community of women that are going through this with you. Reach out for one of my free consultations. Apply for one of the one-on-one coaching spots. Choose to commit yourself and give yourself that next level. Or hey, come on into the posse. The perimenopause posse is designed there to bring that community to you so you don't feel alone, to give you the exact strategy to get there, to give you coaching calls to keep you going and keep you in a place where you are long-term because we know that results happen no matter what when we stay, when we're consistent. It doesn't happen after one week. And step number three is to commit every day. Every day, decide that you're going to do right by your body. Decide that you're going to make the right choices to live the life that you want. Decide that you're going to elevate, that you're going to be aware, that you're going to follow the strategy, that you're going to look for those things elsewhere. Decide that you're going to finally do the things to become the person that you want to be inside and out. You can do this, sisters. I remember what it was like feeling really, really stuck, wondering why my body was going in the wrong direction. And it doesn't have to be that way. This is your time. This is your time to make those changes. Because regardless you know it's costing you something. It's costing you that happiness in this life that we have. You can either stay in this dark place or you can do the hard things that are going to help you out of the dark place and then they're no longer hard. Stop looking for that easy way out and start doing the work because you know what's going to be easy when you've done it? It's going to be easy to feel confident. It's going to be easy to trust your body. It's going to be easy to make healthy choices. It's going to be easy to have energy, easier to sleep, easy to move your body, easy to be more successful at work or in the hobbies that you love or as a parent or as a partner. All the things that rattle around in your brain from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. when you can't get back to sleep. 
all those things are going to be easier when you're one, stronger, and two, healthier, and feel better in your body because you made the right choices. Okay, sisters, go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.